Welcome to Let's Talk Heart to Heart. This is episode six in our series on introducing and exploring compassionate communication together. I'm Emma Buggy, a teacher of compassionate communication and an active listener because listening brings me closer to life, closer to what is alive and real in the moment. And that's what this series is all about, how to get closer to the aliveness in me and the aliveness in you. We have been doing that so far in this series through talks and activities with various practitioners and students and friends of mine in the world of self-awareness and nonviolent communication, or NVC for short, which is actually the original name for compassionate communication, as I enjoy calling it. All names and links mentioned will be in the show notes where you can also find downloadables feelings and needs lists, which will help you during the action step at the end of the podcast. In the show notes, you can also find a link to my website where you can find out more information about compassionate communication. And also, if you would enjoy booking a free active listening consultation session with me, then you can do so via my website at www.empathart.com. So for today's session, we're going to be looking at the beauty of the need. If you remember last week, we were actually looking at the difference between needs and strategies. So we were thinking, what is it that I actually long for in this situation? And what is the way in which I would like to get that longing or that need met? So for example, I have a desire or a longing or a need for rest. And the way in which I'd like to meet that need would be to go to sleep. So we were looking at the differences between our needs and our strategies and how conflicts quite often happen at the level of strategies rather than needs. So we were thinking about how we can actually get really creative around finding strategies that meet both my needs and yours rather than getting fixated on a strategy that's really my favorite strategy but it doesn't meet the needs of the other people in the room and that's where the conflict happens. So this week we're continuing that exploration of needs by looking at what what do needs really mean to us? So why is a certain need so important to me? Why is it that I long for this so so much? <sighs> yeah, and if I connect with myself right now, I notice that there is such a longing for deep rest. Such a longing for deep rest. Yeah, so... Why would I want to look into this longing for rest? Why is it that it's important for me to, to ask this question, why is rest important for me or what does it mean to me actually? That's the question I'd like to ask. What does rest mean to me in my life? Before I explain that to you and do an example for you, the reason why I ask this question is because if I ask myself what my need means for me, 
then I get to understand myself better. I get to understand why it is that I'm asking for the things that I'm asking for. I get to understand what it is inside me that's moving me towards this longing or desire. So in a way, I have more control, I have more options, I have more creativity, if I know why. It also helps me to get to the core of what I'm really longing for. You know, again, my wonderful teacher, Yoram, uh, he says, like, what is my life project? And quite often I find that when I really look deeply into my needs, my longings, my desires in life, they're very, very, very closely linked to each other. Very often coming back to my life project, my my main goal in life, the one thing that I seem to be obsessed with my whole life, this one thing that gives me so much more meaning or or clarity or freedom or whatever it is that I'm looking for, it always comes back to that place. So through questioning my my longing, my desire, and 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 really getting to the juice behind it, then I can get to know myself better get to understand my life project, get closer to that core of me and and talk with myself from this gentle, curious place of, ah, that's what you're longing for, my sweetie. Rather than having this frustration of not really knowing or blaming other people because they're not somehow doing or giving me the thing that I want, which I'm not really sure what that thing is or why I want it. <laughs> so you see, it's claiming responsibility, which is so much easier. It sounds so much easier than it, than it really is, of course. So yeah, this is why I want to ask myself this question. And finally, it's because it's an act of self-connection for me. It's a process of connecting with myself. And the more I ask myself to connect deeply within and the more that I actually do this, again, oh, the better my relationships become with others, the better my relationship comes with myself because I let go of um, all that tension of not understanding. And of course, all that tension and that misunderstanding can still be there. But I notice that the more I self-connect, the more I look within, then the, the more spaciousness there is, the more, the deeper I go into that pool of, of learning and growth and, and suddenly my muscles become less tense and I have more space, more water to swim in. And it's more enjoyable to be with, even if it's still painful. Okay, so the first thing I'd like to share with you today is I'm going to take myself through a process that's called peeling the onion. This is a process um, that I am inspired by Joram Mossensen, the teacher that I, I work with on a year course that I do with him in uh, Amsterdam. And my, I'm going to be explaining my understanding of this term, peeling the onion. So for me, peeling the onion is really 
starting with the first need that comes to my mind. So right now, I was talking about my longing and desire for rest, that being the first need that really comes to me. Could be that this comes to you after doing a process of sitting down and, and, and writing and then really thinking about it. But I'm going to leave that part out for now and just say, I've got my main need, rest. So I really want to understand what is behind this longing for rest. What does it mean to me? What does rest mean to me? Ah, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, really, really, really have this, oh, this desire to just let my body melt into the bed and I have images of being pampered that come to my mind like massage and softness melting into the bed and many hands gently petting me on my forehead with incense and I, I realize that actually behind this longing for rest there's even more this longing for care like being taken care of I have this ah oh, it'd be so nice to just be completely taken care of hmm yeah when when I when I take that layer of the onion off and I realize that there's a longing for care underneath, then I ask myself, but what does care really mean to me? Why is that such an important thing to me right now? And I realize that just to be taken care of is really this sense of letting go completely. It's like, to be taken care of means no worries, no stress. Completely letting go and being in the arms and the embrace and care of another. Or even of myself, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and I notice behind that longing for care, being taken care of actually, there's just this desire for, hmm. yeah, like a sense of inner power or strength. Actually, no, it's not that, it's like, a safe space to be fully vulnerable. Yeah, that there is so much vulnerability in me at the moment and then I just long for this safety and ease, like complete safety. I always have an image of being held by my mother, having a song sung to me, and suddenly this image comes to me of myself walking through the forest and I'm singing to myself. <sighs> yeah, 
And I realize that actually there's a very deep longing for self-care. Yeah, and I feel very touched by this last one. Oh, it's been so long that I've been longing for this self-care, this, like, energy, vitality that comes from me taking the steps towards looking after myself physically, like, really in movement, in meditation, and these are all strategies, but they come to my mind, like, I, I want this confidence in myself, I actually realize that behind the confidence there is this longing to trust myself that I I can hold I can hold myself in those really painful moments. And as I say this there's like a rush of energy coming through my body and I I feel my hands are sweating and um yeah it's a very deep need for for trust and i'm going to stop the process there because i could keep i could continue and it's and it's very wonderful to do this with a partner um helps to have a witness there of the process but I noticed that I really got to a new place, like this word trust for me has not come up very often. And uh, I'm suddenly very inspired and curious and curious to, to sit with this. What does trust mean to me? And so you see, this is a self-exploration process. You can keep going with it and take time and really do it through writing or through speaking to a friend who would witness and listen to you as you explore within yourself. So just to explain again, the process of peeling the onion is to keep asking, this is my understanding of the process anyway, is to really just keep asking yourself that question, what does this mean to me? And then what does this mean to me? So each time I, I go down a layer, I peel off one layer and I reach another layer, peel off another layer and I reach another layer. And it can be very helpful to have a needs list in front of you so that you can take your time, you can see which words come to you. Notice if you pick a word from a needs list and whether it touches you in any way or whether it feels qu not quite the word that you are looking for, in which case you might look for another word. And that's why through journaling and writing, you can really explore within yourself, taking your time to really look within and see what is it that I'm really longing for. Yeah. And I find that I, if I do this, um, I'm so much more likely to know what it is I want in the world and also in my relationships, because I have more clarity, more understanding of what it is that I'm really longing for. And so therefore, these strategies of how I can get these needs met come to me so much more easily, so much more 
naturally without having to think so much, without, you know, looking for them as a way of fixing my dilemma and rather as a seed of inspiration that arrives from this place of truly connecting and truly knowing myself. So I'm going to leave you with that as an activity to try at home. Please let me know how it goes for you. And I want to mention one last thing that can come up, which is that once you land on a need that you really want to sit with or that really touches you and you feel like, okay, there's nothing else coming up right now, then see what happens next. Is there this sense of mourning that need? Like, oh, it's so painful that this need is not happening for me right now. So for example, it could be true for me that, oh, I noticed that my need for for self care is really not happening in my life right now or or I notice the pain inside of me when I recognize that that desire for self-care like there's a pain in me of oh I so long for it so much it's so important for me and ah it's really painful to recognize it so that's one thing that can happen And another thing that can happen is a celebration of that need, like, wow, yes, I notice how much self-care is important to me. It's like, oh, wow, suddenly I feel this real lightness and opening in my chest when I connect with how beautiful that need is for me. It's, yeah, I just remember all the moments when I do things that are fulfilling that need for self-care and how much it changes my whole inner being and outer being. It's just lighting me up and it's really, really, really giving me this sense of vitality and oh, it's just so delicious. So these are the two things that might happen. And my um, suggestion or invitation rather is that you really invite yourself to go with whichever one comes up. And if it is that you have a morning, then really sit with it. Maybe spend some time writing or or thinking about it. Really coming back to this word again and again and checking, is this the main need? Is there something underneath it? And then see if it naturally goes into a celebration of how important and how beautiful that need is for you. And it's okay if it doesn't, that that isn't necessarily the aim here, it's just that there is space for that once we really, really get a chance to mourn the lack of that need in our lives or the longing of that need in our lives, then there can be space to really connect with the celebration and the beauty of how wonderful that need is and why it's so important to me and, and how it changes my physical experience internally when that need is met. So I'm really curious, I'm wondering how this touches people, if it's confusing, if it makes any sense, uh, if it's something that you've tried and you're just blown away by it, then I'd love to hear from you. Um, If you have questions and you're feeling a bit like, hang on, I still don't understand the reason behind this or 
or, or anything else that comes up. I'm really, really wanting to connect and, and hear from the people who listen to these podcasts. So please do leave a message in um, the comments of the podcast or in the comments section on the posts on Facebook or wherever you find this. Um, or even send me a message at emma.empathart at gmail.com and I'd be very happy to, to speak with you directly. Thank you so much for listening today and I'm really looking forward to the next part of this series which is where we will be diving into empathy and what empathy means in the world of compassionate and non-violent communication. How can we start listening to others with empathy? So until then, Please do have, at the show, have a look at the show links for any of the feelings and needs lists and visit my website www.empathart.com for more information about compassionate communication and also if you would like to work with me or receive a free experience of active listening where I'll listen really deeply to what it is that's alive in you. Really, this can be such a therapeutic experience. For me, it's changed my life to, to have people that really listen to me in this way where there's no judgment, no expectations, no advice, no storytelling, but simply really being there for, for me. So I'd love to give you that gift too. And uh, yeah, have a look at my website and sign up if you'd like a free active listening session with me. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone, and see you next week.